I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes... Nearly $10 million was all gone. It's just unbelievable. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Take 20 with Maddie and Kenzie Ziegler, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Take 20. Today, we really wanted to kind of share more about our childhood and go down memory lane. And kind of, too, I think people obviously watched us grow up from the age of, like, six and eight. But, like, they didn't really know what we were like before. Right. I I feel like I forget the time before. I feel like we didn't have a life before we were on camera. You know what I'm saying? Like, Except for some reason, I talk about this all the time with my mom, I remember so much from when I was, like, three and four. That's so interesting. I really have a hard time remembering. Yeah, I don't know. Like, Maybe I don't they were rem- positive experiences or what? What do you think? Some were, some weren't. Like, I I remember, like, I don't remember things from, like, four years ago, but I remember things when I was mm. really young. Because like, I must certain, have, like, a core memory. Certain memories with, like, our brothers yeah. and, like, mom and you and things like that. That's so cute. Um. Okay, so, what? like, what would you say your first memory is? I have such random ones. Like, I have, I have memories from when i was i think first starting 
preschool and Maddie would do my hair in the morning. And you were how mm-hmm. old? I was because how old was I? <laughs> like, how old was I? I was probably five. Yeah, Maddie would get me ready for school in the morning. She would do my hair. Mm -hmm. She would pour me cereal. Yeah. Because our mom would work in the morning. Mm -hmm. Um, It's so weird that mom had a, like, proper job that she went to in the morning. I think that is so rare for us to, like, talk about. Just because, like, since we started the show, she, that was her full-time job. Right. So interesting. But, yeah, I remember you pouring me cereal in the morning all the time. Or this one memory... When it was my sister, you, <laughs> it was you like, and our, ooh, we do have other sisters. Um, it was Maddie and then our two brothers, Ryan and Tyler, and we were jumping on the mm-hmm. trampoline and our brothers are really tall. They've been, they've just always been really They're tall so tall. for their They're age. Over six foot, both of them. Yeah. And we were jumping on the trampoline and Maddie got like double bounced and flew and ryan grabbed her foot and pulled her down (laughs) that is crazy we have so i actually have a lot of core memories do you remember i always talk about this me and kenzie were on the trampoline and i was getting ready to do a backflip i I remember this you know and i was jumping 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 ready to do a backflip i remember this so vividly and i started to go backwards and i (laughs) saw that you were behind me not looking you were like just jumping and i was like oh my god i'm gonna hit her so i tried to come back up mom will tell you this too i tried to come back up and i just tried to reverse my backflip like that doesn't work and i cracked my sternum like it it, not like cracked it oh i was like wait what like it cracked like a back crack and i just remember on the floor screaming or on the trampoline and mom ran out and it was just that was it but i I just try i was like oh my gosh i'm gonna backflip onto your head i'm like (laughs) (laughs) so excited i also remember we had a we had a few yorkies when we were little they're such that was always our dog i always had a new one we had a dog named gucci we didn't name her that was what the breeder like i'm sure mom named her no that was oh really she was named oh and kenzie this is probably not good but you know when you're little you don't really like <laughs> kenzie kenzie used to put her in like strollers and we had this little shopping cart like that we'd put our dolls in and stuff and like play grocery store and kenzie would put gucci in and there. remember the one time i i forgot that she was in there and she and slept, slept in there and oh kenzie. i was four i was like four years old and yeah. whatever oh my i just love the best story continue or the time where you we were at the golf course Oh. And she, like, rolled down a hill or something and broke her arm. Yeah. I jumped off of a log or something, and I rolled down the hill, and I split my arm on a rock. And I remember I, like, was so excited to get a cast. I was like, I'm going to be the coolest girl ever. I got a pink cast. I was so mm-hmm. happy. And then I got home, and Mom said she found me. with. First of all, she found me with scissors trying to cut it off by myself. <laughs> and then she found me later that day charging at the wall trying to break it off. Because I was so sad. It, it, once you have a cast on, it is not fun. I've never broken a bone. Knock on wood. It's not fun. Having a cast is like, it's How do you cute. Even remember? Like, I thought it was cute at first. I'm like, I got a pink cast. But it's not fun. Also, this is probably the funniest story between us. Well, we have so many, but Kenzie and I were making friendship bracelets earlier in the day. <laughs> and like with our mom. And later that night, we were crawling under the table. And I said, Kenzie. Don't try this. And I took a bead and I put it in my nose because I thought it was going to look like a like a nose ring or something. 
and I put it in my nose and then I started crying and I was going <laughs> sniffing and I kept sniffing the bead higher and higher in my nose and I had it stuck up like I had a, like a little charm up in my nose and I thought I was being the cool sister I'm like Kenzie watch this but don't try it and then obviously I had to tell mom and like do you remember that? Like I, I, I remember parts of it. I remember you sneezed and it came out. I sneezed out. and it flew out. But I, <laughs> my mom was about to take me to the emergency. I think uh-huh. or something. Like she, she was on the phone with Aunt Naya. I remember. Yeah, it was so funny. Um, we have some. Maddie was like a rebel because remember you like <laughs> got a noodle stuck in your throat. Oh or my gosh! <laughs> I have so many stupid stories. There, we, this is an ongoing joke with our stepdad Greg. Like every time we eat. Chinese food. Chinese food. He like, he's like, oh, be careful of the noodle. Or, <laughs> or like one time I got <laughs> because I slurped. You know when you're little, or so I feel like people do it all the time, and you slurp a noodle down, and I got it caught in my throat, and I stuck. This is so graphic. Should I not say mm, that? Maybe not. She just pulled it out. Basically. I stuck my hand on my throat and pulled it out. Um, oh, you just said the full thing. Yeah, all I right. mean whatever. Graphic. Sorry. Terrible. Um. Yeah, we had we had a lot of fun memories. I think. Mm-hmm. I think, like, also, mo- our mom used to m- make us wear matching outfits. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, the photos are so cute. Oh, my gosh. Now, looking back, I'm like, oh, that was adorable. Right. That was so cute. But apparently, when I was, like, at three or four, I told mom, mommy, no more matching or yeah. something. Like, I, I was over it. And, and so then she- we would do, like, color-coordinated outfits. Or, like, I would wear the top to a set and you'd wear the bottom. Right. Like, she just couldn't get over it. Remember, I would I would scream in my crib and I'd go, Mommy, Daddy, anybody? <laughs> <laughs> I think that is so Or I'd cute. sing, uh, like, Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star because I was bored and, like, no one would come hang out with me. <laughs> yeah, it's so cute. <laughs> I had a really traumatic story with my crib and my diapers oh my god (laughs) this is the best story of all time and then we'll stop talking about our mom could tell this story because it's so funny she tells it funny i've been just a scaredy cat from day one like honestly i couldn't (laughs) sleep alone also kenzie and i didn't sleep alone we had our own rooms in every house because we had to move houses uh, like every few years because our parents divorcing and everything but we like um always had separate rooms but we slept together until we were like 12 it was always in your room yeah always till we were like 12 mm-hmm. but anyway i was in my crib and i <laughs> my mom one night heard me jump out of my crib and she heard footsteps running <laughs> down the hall and i ran in and i was like you know wanted to sleep with them no you said change me didn't you <laughs> no that was that wasn't yeah oh that's not yet sorry i so wrote the story so i jumped out and then she was like oh no so she put me in the crib again and then what I would do is I would take my diaper off and jump out and run and say, I need change. <laughs> like, I would just tell her. Or the zipper. Where... And, yeah, so then she was like, okay, I'm going to put her diaper on backwards. Like, funny enough, I was able to take it off. So she duct taped my diaper on me because she was asking other moms, what do I do? And she's like, oh, my kids do this. You just have to duct tape it. And then she was like, but she keeps jumping out of the thing. So she put one of those little nets over my, like, crib. And my mom, she was like, I'll never forget. It was so silent. And I just, from, from down the hall, I hear, like, I unzipped <laughs> from underneath. She's like, I heard you unzip the whole thing, and you just jumped out and ran. How did you jump out? I don't know. I was so, like, parkour. Like, so, just yeah. plop. So then that was probably my issue of why I couldn't sleep by myself till I was 12. Because, mm-hmm. like, eventually mom was like, 
nothing worked. He would not sleep in right. the crib. So she we just, both slept with mom, and our dad would sleep on the, like on the couch normally. Mm-hmm. We would like kick him out. We'd like go into bed and sleep with mom. <laughs> yeah, in that big bed. Yeah. I remember that so vividly. With, like, a weird quilt. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, it was, like, brown. Yeah, it was, like, shiny. Ew, that's so weird. I don't like thinking about that. I know. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh, my God. We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes... I guess identify the life that I want and and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for deliverance. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Johnny B. Good. And I'm the host of the new podcast, Creating a Con, the story of BitCon. Over this nine-part series, I'll explore the life and crimes of my best friend, Ray Trapani. I always wanted to be a criminal. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. You see, Ray has this unique ability to find loopholes and exploit them. They collected $30 million. There were headlines about it. His company, Centratech, was one of the hottest crypto startups in 2017. It was going to change the world, until it didn't. I came into my office, opened my email, and the subject heading was FBI request. It was only a matter of time before the truth came out. You can only fake it till you make it for so long before they find out that your Harvard degree is not so crimson. How could you sit there and do something that you know will objectively cause more harm in the world. Listen to Creating a Con, the story of BitCon, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen.
Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. How do you think, like, when we start, first started going to dance together, like, we kind of split off because we were in different groups. Mm-hmm. I feel like even we were dancing at that studio but way before, like, before the show came. Mm-hmm. How how was that? Like, was it weird for you to be like, I know my sister's in the other room, but, like, dancing? No, because we would have acro together. Oh, yeah. When we were older. But when we were younger, it was kind of just like see you after dance like we yeah. didn't it's we didn't like talk too we didn't talk we didn't so we didn't do anything like i felt like i was in my own world true also with school too because kenzie and i obviously i was so interested too because we both um had to become homeschooled and i was in going to my fifth grade year and kenzie was going into her fourth mm-hmm. like Think about it. If we stayed in school and you were in fifth grade, I would have left school and went to sixth grade at the middle school. I would have hated that. That would have been so weird because even though we were in different classes, I feel like we, we, well, first of all, we always like went together and we would always sit in the lobby together. Or you would pick up, you would get me from my classroom. If we had to leave early, you would come to my classroom Yeah, and we would leave together. Or when like parent pickup, we would be together. Um, so I would feel so, I think I'd be like scared. Totally. I was by myself. I mean, even though you were younger, I, I think I'd feel the same way Mm -hmm. too. It was nice knowing that like, okay, we go to school together, we do our classes and at the end of the day, like we leave together, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. It's kind of like a buddy, buddy system. Right. That was fun though. That was really fun. I loved like elementary school. I I loved school. Kenzie had such a good, you loved your teachers. I loved mine too. There was one teacher that I did not like, but... Every other teacher was she, like, like, wouldn't let you go to the bathroom or something during class. I peed in class. I literally peed my pants I've in class. I've peed my pants multiple times <laughs> at dance because our dance teacher wouldn't let us go to the bathroom. <laughs> like, literally Was so it your bad. ballet teacher? No, it was... Oh. You had... Remember your one teacher that would do headstands? Oh, my gosh. My first grade teacher. It was... Because we... So, Maddie and I went to a different school in preschool, kindergarten, and first grade. Mm-hmm. And then in the middle of first grade, for me, we switched schools, and I How got, weird that we were, like, the new kids at the school. Right? In, like, the middle of the year. It was, yeah. like, the weirdest thing. And my first impression of my first grade teacher was any time the whole class would get, like, an, 100%, because, you know, in you don't first do grade, it's not A's. She would do handstands, and That's I was so like, cute. "Oh my gosh, this is my mother!" I was like, "This Literally. is my mother That's what and a teacher." Would be if she was a school teacher, a hundred percent. But I had so much fun. Like, I made so many friends in first grade. You had such a little group of like Kenzie was like the popular girl. Like everyone was her friend, which is so funny because so my my best friend in second grade and third grade, she's now my neighbor in, at home got, in Pittsburgh. And when we lived in Pittsburgh, you guys became best friends again. Yeah, she would tattletale on me every day, but, like, That's I loved so her because I never took anything to heart when I was that young. Of course. But she came to my house when we first moved there um, in Pittsburgh when we, like, 
built our house at home she came over and was like hey do you want to come hang out and i got so scared and i was like uh no that's so funny but then we hung out the next day and she was she's cool also kenzie was the type of girl even though she was like the popular one in her class or like in school she even at dance i think we talked about this she would buy every she would give away all her food she would give away her her gifts her snacks like my american girl she gave away her american girl doll and if you guys know american girl dolls are a hundred dollars just for the doll just for a doll not even including the accessories and outfits and whatever so she was so generous you still are you're still the same way but like when you were younger you were like oprah you were like you get a car you get (laughs) like literally i would ask my my stepdad for like 20 one dollar bills so we could so all of my friends and i could go to the vending machines and I would come back and be like, I have no more money. Can I have more? And he'd be like, I just gave you $20 of ones, like four snacks that are $3. And I was like, yeah, but I didn't give them to my other friends. That's so <laughs> But you're, you're also that way, too. You're yeah. still, we're both still yeah. that way. I think, too, also, like, even though, even when we started the show, like, you in the first and second season is the cutest thing ever because I was just like, she had, like, on? no teeth. She lost her, like, teeth. And then she had, like, pigtails and her hair was, like, so long. Mm-hmm. You're, they were always lopsided. <laughs> At the you, end of the day, it was always, like, yeah. And they were, you just were so cute. And you said the funniest things, like, when you were crying, you're like, I'm just emotional, okay? <laughs> like, it's just, it's so funny like how kids you know you just speak what's on your mind and you right. don't like sugarcoat anything mm-hmm. that was like the epitome like you just literally embodied how you were feeling at all times and always shared how you're feeling my favorite is like you being told if he asks if you can sing say yes and you're like okay she's like if she asks you to sing what do you say yes <laughs> blah, blah, blah you get in the audition he's like so do you want to sing and you're like no <laughs> Like, you even knew how to manipulate our teacher. You were like, yes, of course. Like, at six, then you get in the room, you're like, no, I don't sing. (laughs) Like, I just think it's so funny. You were so smart and had such a strong idea at such a young age. And it was so cute. And Maddie at dance was always like, even if she's hurt or sick or anything, she was like, I'm going to dance. Yeah. And I would, like, fake an injury every day. So I didn't dance. But when you had a boot on your foot. No, that was real. That but, was actually yeah. real. But, like, you made it a little bit worse than it actually was, right? No. The time like, I had a full-on boot, that was actually, like, right. terrible. But one time, I went to the doctors because I, like, I hurt my foot, but it wasn't, like, a bad thing. Like, yeah. And my mom took me to the doctors that day, and he examined my foot, and he goes, oh, you, you have a sprained ankle. And I was like, wait. I have a sprained ankle. Really? Like, this is really weird. But I actually had a sprained ankle, and I was just like, oh, I just faked this injury. But it's because my ankles are still messed up to this totally. day. So, like, that's how mine they were always, too. yeah, because you have, you also have, what is it called? Well, that's in my knees. <laughs> I have Oshkoslaughter's disease. But then in my, I had um, tendonitis in my left foot twice. Like, it came back. Right. And then it I, never I, goes I sprained away. it once. Yeah. My left foot is so weak. Like, it just stays that way. I think as a dancer, too. You're even though it's probably not the best thing, like you're taught to just keep going even when you kind of have something off in your body. Mm-hmm. So now I feel like I'm especially dealing with like kind of the consequences of if you don't take care of your body super intensely when you're younger, obviously you're going to have after effects like yeah. when you're older. And now I'm like, oh my gosh, my body is like yeah, going through it a I little get bit. It. Yeah. Another thing that I think is so funny that I really really remember um, was when Vine was a thing. Uh-huh. Oh Maddie, my gosh. Maddie 
was really, really into Vine. So were like, you. Not as much, though. Maddie and uh, some of the other girls on the mm-hmm. show, they would make full-on skits. Yeah. And they would, like, go viral. Like, they were so funny. So funny. And Maddie's just always been so funny. Her humor is so good. But, like, her vines, if you just look up a <laughs> compilation on YouTube, they're the, the best the stickers things. on my face. Like, all the random ones. We did such random In things. school. Oh, my God. Always. Our but, teachers would, like, we'd be like, can we just make a vine? And they were like, sure. How funny that that was, like... What we not even like Instagram or anything, we were just like fine. We would post Instagram photos, like, we would literally just take a photo. We would take a selfie one time, take one take, and then well, because you would take it on on the Instagram app, and then you would put like one of the filters, like the pre, like I'd put um, like sepia or whatever it's called, and then just post it. Yeah, so funny. Oh, I archived a lot of my old I photos. I thought about that yesterday. I was like, should I start archiving all of my, like, even ones that are, like, in the past year that I just don't like? Well, that's what it was. I archived a lot from, like, three years ago because I was like, these are so embarrassing. Mm-hmm. But, like, I kept, like, my first Instagram I'm photo. I'm going to keep all of those. Do you remember your first Instagram photo yep. that you posted? What is it? It's a selfie of me in bed, and it says, goodnight, world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it says, goodnight, everyone. And it's a photo of me, like, smiling. You can barely see me because I'm in the dark. And, like, the quality is so bad. What's my, my first... This is so embarrassing. My first Instagram photo, it was... We were watching Nickelodeon or something on TV. Okay. And you know how Nickelodeon would always have, like, those skits or something? There was this one skit. There was this one guy dressed as Katy hey, Perry, Perry, and he had, you know how Katy Perry has, like, the cupcake boobs? Yeah, and, like, she had, like, whipped cream. And the, yeah. and the whipped cream would shoot out of them. It was a guy in a in a Katy Perry outfit with the the cupcake boobs. Yeah. With something shooting out of his boobs. And, what did you say? And I said, like, the real Katy Perry with, like, a bunch of emojis. So <laughs> I deleted that, though, because... Did you think it was, like, do the you think funniest, you were being, like, funny? I thought it was the funniest thing ever. <laughs> I just remember... That is hilarious. At the time, it probably was funny. Right. That is hilarious. We thought we were so funny. We really did. We... I... It's so nice that we have each other, too, to remind each other of, like, the memories we've had and... I don't know. As long as, even though we had like a bit of a stressful upbringing with like the show, we also had some really great memories. For sure. Even on like the off, when we weren't filming, was the most fun. Totally. Yeah. But thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. This was so fun to like go down memory. I know it's so weird. Like a lot of things are starting to like surface again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Have a good day, or night, or morning, wherever you are. Thanks so much for taking 20 with us. If you had fun, please give us five stars. You can follow us on Instagram at Take20Podcast. Email us at Take20 at iHeartRadio.com. Or you can call us at 844 or Take20. See you next time. Bye. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. 
Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s She looked like a million bucks Scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes Nearly 10 million dollars was all gone It's just unbelievable Hide your money in your old rich men Because <laughs> she is on the prowl Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer On the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.